This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth. Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth. Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth. But if you ask me why, can you trust the answer? From Floral Park, New York, this, well, it's the Big Fib. And now here's your host, Deborah Goldstein. Welcome to the Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the thermogenic and fragrant bouquet of truth and the dried up withering decay of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for Live In Studio Audience, and a robot who looks different today. Hey, Lisa, did you do something different with your hair? No. Hmm. Are you wearing a new sweater? No, I can't put my finger on it, but you're practically glowing. You know what? I must be radiating the sheen of a listener question. Oh, well, I don't know how that works, but the listener question definitely suits you. Thank you very much, Deborah. And you also look very fine. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, if you don't mind, I will play the aforementioned listener question. Please do. Hi, my name's Olivia. Lisa, why doesn't Deborah ever get questions? Also, Deborah, what's your favorite color? Aw, that's so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's very nice, Olivia. But the fact is that humans have many more questions about what it's like to be a robot and make sound effects and do all the fantastic things that I do when I'm not in the studio. That is true. You do lead a very rich and exciting life, but I don't mind answering the occasional... And between you and me, Olivia, Deborah isn't as skilled at fielding questions as I am. Hmm. So I'm really saving her a lot of stress and potential embarrassment. Okay. Well, I wouldn't necessarily agree with you there. I'm perfectly capable and very happy to answer questions. So, Olivia, my favorite color has to be peacock blue. It's both calming and vibrant. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I also really like brick red. You know, brick red because it's got such a deep hue that it's far more subtle than your fire engine red, you know? So I guess I have two favorite... Oh, oh, but wait, I really have come to appreciate purple over the years, too. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure I can pick just, just one favorite. Getting a little stressed out, Deborah? Well. It's just a simple question, Deborah. No, I'm not stressed out. Um, I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I'm calm and, and, and collected, like the color green. Oh, oh, 
Okay, maybe this question wasn't the easiest one for me to answer. It's okay, Deborah. We all have our strengths, and answering listener questions is just not one of yours. Okay, I really think it was just a tricky question. But yes, Lisa would be very willing and able to answer all the listener questions going forward. And after you answer our listener questions, Lisa, you can kick off the show by telling everyone how our game works. Happy to do that, too. I am a well-rounded individual. Indeed. Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert. The other one is a liar. And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who, because no one can spot a liar better than a kid or a vacuum cleaner. What? Vacuum cleaners are great lie spotters. Mm. What are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about flowers, blossoming parts of plants. And we're going to learn all about flowers along with our contestant today. Who might that be, Lisa? Our human child contestant is an eight-year-old who loves history, John Elms. Welcome to the show, John. How are you? Good. Excellent. So glad to hear it. You like history. Is there a time in history you like in particular? Well, I do love learning about war and war history. Really? Why do you like it? It's not scary? Well, it's something you really need to know because sometimes if you don't learn it, someone can just talk about it and you're like, what are you talking about? And it's just not appropriate to not learn it. Absolutely. Yeah, it would sound like this. Like, John, ask me about war. What's up with war? Uh... Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know, John. I don't know. What do I do? Oh, I'm going to run out the window. No, don't do that. Very stressful. Yeah. Is there anything that war teaches you about being a better person or about leading a group of people or country or anything like that? If you're, like, doing something scary, you can be brave about it. Because Mm, the soldiers experienced something that was much scarier than anything you all ever experienced. Yes, and I hope to never experience anything like that. Do you think one day there will be no more war, John? Well, sadly, I think war can go on forever and ever and ever, but I bet there's a place in time that we won't have wars. Let's hope so. Maybe if everyone studies it enough, they can learn how to prevent it in the future. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Very good. It's like war. What is it even good for? Absolutely nothing. Oh, say it again. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Now that we know that you're a history buff, I bet you're also interested in other things or you've seen other things or done other things. And we are going to learn all about those other things by playing our game, Two Truths and a Lie. You, John, will tell us three things about yourself, but two will be true and one will be a lie. We'll have to see how good you are at telling that lie. And we will figure out which is which. So, John, in no particular order, what are your two truths and one lie? I swam with a shark while in Cancun, Mexico. I was in a commercial filmed at my house, and afterwards they gave me an Australian tree frog. Over Thanksgiving, I flew to Mexico City, Mexico, to see Lucha Libre show. Wow, I love how detailed these things are. Wait a minute. Let's see. So we've got that you swam with a shark? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. In Cancun, Mexico. In Cancun, Mexico. And then there was a commercial, and after the commercial, you got a tree frog, and then there's Mexico City. These are fascinating. I hope they're all true, but apparently one must be the lie. What do you think, Lisa? Yeah, okay. So I see what you're doing here, John. It's very clever, very clever. So the one that's supposed to throw you off is the tree frog one, but... 
Deborah, I've done a lot of commercials, and it is true. Uh, they pay you in tree frogs. It's a weird tradition. I don't know why they do it. But yeah, if you're in a bunch of commercials, you end up with sometimes thousands of tree frogs. And so that one's definitely true. And the other one, the Lucha Libre, I saw in the movie Nacho Libre. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, so that one's true because I remember seeing John in that movie. So <laughs> the lie has to be... He says he went to Cancun, Mexico and was swimming with sharks. Well, I happen to know that Cancun, Mexico is on land. <laughs> How is he going to swim with sharks on land? So that one is obviously the lie. Thank you for playing. I mean, it is next to water. Oh. Yeah. I hope that's not what he meant. Well, if it is, would that change your answer or we should just go with it anyway? Let's just assume I'm right. Okay. We should do that. Okay. John, which one of those things is actually a lie? Lisa was correct. <gasps> I told you. But there is water near Cancun. Yes, there is. I didn't swim with sharks. I actually swam with the dolphins. Ooh, cool. Oh, took the safer route. No shame yes. in that. No, definitely not. And I do have two Australian tree frogs. You do? Because you did the commercial and they pay in tree frogs. Is that why? Yeah, so they paid me money and then they gave me one tree frog. And then he was croaking, so we had to get him a mate. <laughs> he was croaking because he wanted a friend? Is that why? He wanted a mate. Oh, I see. Yeah. Gotcha. John, wake up. John, wake up. Get me a mate. <laughs> Give me a mate, John. Wake up. Wow. What was the commercial for? It was just an educational commercial, I think. Good. We like education. I like that. Very nice. You know, if you do a Broadway musical, Deborah, they pay you in sloths. No, I had yep. no idea. That's true. Showbiz. Do you have any? I've never been in a musical. No, no, but maybe one day. I don't know if that's like union supported, but. No, no, this is all non-union. No, if it's union, they pay you in money. <laughs> Well, you did not fool Lisa, but that doesn't mean that you will be fooled yourself, especially when we start talking about something as common as a flower. Are you a fan of flowers, John? Yeah. I really love smelling flowers. Mm, me too. They smell nice. Very good. All right. Well, that's good. Hopefully, we will learn some cool facts about flowers as well, but we can only do that by bringing on our flower experts. Lisa, why don't you play a little music for us to welcome our flower experts? Hurry on in. And by that, I mean put the pedal to the metal, but not the flower pedal. A different kind of pedal, because Put a flower petal to metal It might get all cut up And then it wouldn't be pretty Pretty, pretty, the end <laughs> Thank you so much Well, let's meet our first expert Adrian Lyman Adrian, please introduce yourself to John Hello, John I'm Adrian Lyman I am a botanist at Fairchild Tropical Gardens And I love what I do Okay, let's meet our second expert, Stacy Bowen. Stacy, please introduce yourself to John. Hi, John. I'm Stacy Bowen, and I own and operate Stacy Bowen Floral Design. I'm a florist in the Baltimore, Maryland area, and I have been working with flowers for over 30 years. That is an old flower. <laughs> Tell us about the sounds you handpicked for us today, Lisa. These are the sweet-smelling arrangements of 
Hot seat time. <laughs> yes, it's hot seat time, and that is when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer John's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? Stacy Bowen, because everyone is always asking me to take a bow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Everything. Oh, you're drawing flowers, are you? Thank you. Very okay. appropriate. Thank you. A bit of a stretch, but we'll go with that. John, what is your first question for Stacy? What does a person with your job do? Well, I get the lucky job of making things pretty. I primarily work with clients who are celebrating events. We design flowers, we arrange flowers, put flowers in vases, and get to do all kinds of fun things with flowers. Adrian, what is the funniest, scariest, or most interesting thing that has happened at your job? Well, currently I'm working at Fairchild Tropical Gardens, so I'm in a nonprofit program called Orchestrating Orchids Back into the Society, and orchids are dying off. So the most interesting thing is finding out that a vanilla orchid and a cacao orchid, we can make ice cream from those orchids. So being able to take the orchid seeds from those orchids and seeing how we can make ice cream from that, ah, it was amazing. I love ice cream, so that was uh, pretty awesome for me. Wow, cool. I don't know if we have to say it, but I like ice cream too. <laughs> it's good to know. Both of you, what is your favorite and least favorite flower and why? My favorite flower is called a peony, and I love it because it's very romantic. It's very full and fluffy. It has a very high petal count, which means it has lots and lots of petals, and it's a very large bloom. And a lot of times they smell very beautiful, very fragrant. And I can honestly say that I really do not have a least favorite flower. Mm. I think every flower is beautiful in its own way. And there's really not one flower that I don't like. How about you, Adrian? Yes, my favorite flower is jasmine. My daughter's named Jasmine, so it's such a beautiful flower. The smell of it is just amazing, and it has a special place in my heart. My least favorite flower is the rose. And the main reason for that, I mean, you got so many colors of roses, but once you cut it, like, the rose dies. So it hurts my heart that it's such a short time that the rose stays alive, and it also hurts my thumbs because of those thorns. Mm. Boo, roses! No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, those were excellent questions, John. I hope you got some good information. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy, and that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. 
Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are, like, really sneaky, and you often don't know how they're feeling, and the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib, to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Big Fib! It's time for the Shorts on Fire round, when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for the first expert, and then John will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa resets the timer for the next expert to do the same. Experts, no time to stop and smell the roses. You'll need a lot of stamina for this round. All right, John, we're going to start with Adrian. You can ask your shorts on fire questions now. How long ago did flowers first appear on Earth? Uh, 140 million years ago. How many different varieties of flowers are there? 26,000. Which country produces the highest number of flowers? Turkey. Name a flowering plant that eats bugs and some small animals. Um, mercury flytrap. Factor fit. Pine cones are flowers. Fact. Which flower only blooms at night? The night flower. What is the word for the study of flowers and flowering plants? Anthology. Which part of the flower takes in carbon dioxide? Um, stomach. What is the national flower of the United States? Sunflower. In the Dr. Zeus book, Horton Hears Who... Horton, the elephant, places the city of Whoville on which type of flower? Uh, Four-leaf clover. What is the fastest growing flower in the world? Uh, Baloo. And that is time. That is all the time. Whew, very good. Lisa, can you reset the timer for us, please? Oh, sheesh. Okay. Yeah, Sheesh. (laughs) Thank you. All right. John, you can now ask Stacy your shorts on fire questions now. What is the largest flower in the world? Oh my goodness. Um, I can't remember. What do you call someone who grows flowers? A horticulturist. How many flowers are used on the floats during the Rose Parade in California every year? Oh my goodness. Um, over 18 million. What is the state flower of Maine? The pine cone. Name two parts of a flower. The sepals and the petals. What is the rarest flower in the world? Um, it's an orchid. Which type of poppy flower looks like a sunny side up egg and is also known as fried eggplants? Um, it's called, oh goodness, I can't remember. In the Disney movie Bambi, what type of animal does Bambi name flower? Um, a bunny. Fact or fib, broccoli is a flower. That's a fact. Name a type of flower you can eat. A dandelion. Who is the very first female horticulturist? Her name was Fanny Rollo Wilkinson. 
And that is time. That's all the time. Woo. Well done, John. Good job, experts as well. All right. It's decision time. No time to be a shrinking violet, John. Share with us and all of our listeners, who is our big flower fibber? I think it's Adrian. Why do you think Adrian is our fibber? Because when he said, what's a person that's on flowers of prints? I don't think he was right when he said the answer. Okay. Very interesting. Relying on facts, perhaps. Let us see if John is correct. Will our actual flower expert please say, I am the flower expert? I am the flower expert. That's right. You did it, John. Stacey Bowen is a flower expert who owns and operates Stacey Bowen Floral Design and Creative Studio near Baltimore, Maryland. Stacey and her team create custom floral designs and installations for weddings and other celebrations for nonprofit and corporate events and for television. Well done, John. You did it. But... There were some lies out there that we want to get to the bottom of, right? We want to figure out what was true and what was a lie. So, Stacy, why don't you help us out a little? What kind of lily-livered lies did Adrian tell? Well, there were quite a few. Um, <laughs> I think I lost count. Uh, <laughs> orchids are not dying off, in fact. That's good. I've actually never heard of orchids being the source of ice cream. <laughs> I don't think so either, no. The vanilla one, the vanilla orchid is. Oh. <laughs> and there are, in fact, almost 370,000 varieties of flowers. Any others that stuck out? The one that stuck out, and being a history buff, maybe this will mean something to you, but the national flower of the United States is actually Adrian's least favorite flower, the rose. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know we had a national flower. That's exciting to learn. Very good. All right, let's ask Adrian, tell us all the lies you were peddling. (laughs) There's no cacao orchid. (laughs) Uh, Turkey doesn't produce highest number of flowers. It's the Netherlands. It's the Netherlands. The plant that eats bugs and small animals is the Venus flytrap, not Mercury. Right. And uh, let's see... What is the fastest growing flower in the world is bamboo, not baloo. Bamboo, right. And it actually grows 12 inches a day. Show off. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Also, which part of the flower takes in carbon dioxide? Can you help us with that? It's the stomata. Stomata, close. Now, in Horton Here's a Who, Horton actually puts the city of Whoville on a speck of dust and then on a clover flower, not a four-leaf clover. Is that the same thing? No, the clover flower actually is a flower. It's a little white flower. Got it. The largest flower in the world, the Rafflesia arnoldi, which is over eight feet tall, and apparently it's also very smelly in a bad way. Apparently, there are some flowers that don't smell too good. Also, the type of poppy flower that looks like a sunny-side-up egg and is known as fried eggplants, that would be the... Mutiluwaha. (laughs) Mutiluwaha. Wow. And it looks like fried eggs. I wonder if you can eat them. And also, in the Disney movie Bambi, Bambi actually names his friend the skunk flower, not rabbit. The rabbit is Thumper. 
Very good. Well, we learned quite a bit about flowers today, and we found out that a lot of those things were incorrect, but it didn't fool John. He is the master. He should be celebrating today. We are so proud of him. And it might not be a popular thing to say, but we've come to the end of our show. Thanks to our contestant, John, our budding fib finder, who rose to the occasion. Thank you to our expert and liars, Stacy and Adrian, and thanks to Lisa for the irresistible sounds. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into the Big Fib, where we nip lies in the bud and arrange an orchestra of truth. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. While you're there, you can find out how you can become a contestant on The Big Fib or send questions for me to answer on the show. And follow us on social media, The Big Fib Podcast, for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. And now, I'm just gonna dip these flowers into ice cream. Yum! Hey, it's Jess. Did you know that GZM Shows has a YouTube channel? Right now, all of Six Minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, GZM Beats, and Cupid and the Reaper are up. And they're in these, like, beautiful playlists. They have this fun audio waveform visual. And best of all, you can turn on captions. And the captions have character names. Anyway, subscribe to GZM Shows on YouTube. Maybe there'll be some cool things in the future, like live streams, interviews, behind the scenes. We'll see. GZM Shows on YouTube. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, we help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts.